0: Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast, where we talk about everything related to heavy metal detoxification anti-aging and health in general. And today I have Eileen Durfee on the show. She's the founder of creatrixsolutions.com and she's a nuclear engineer and an expert in bioenergetics. Today we're going to be talking about why on earth you'd want to do a coffee enema. We'll talk about the research behind researchers putting coffee up up, rat's asses, and the results that they found, and other really exciting research. And we're also going to discuss the best type of coffee to use for coffee enemas, why we all, why both Eileen and I switch from light coffee to dark coffee. We'll talk about things, uh, how to prepare the coffee, enema coffee, and we'll talk about other things that you can use to do an enema like ozonated water as well. So, lots of really interesting tips. This is a really funny. Show too. I always love having Eileen on because she's such an expert in detoxification and has reinvented the whole, you know, all the different detox protocols that you can do. She's thought of every little thing to make detoxification easier, simpler, and more accessible. And so a little bit about Eileen. She's a former nuclear power engineer. Auditor and inspector, and she became toxic doing this job and suffered from allergies, chemical sensitivities, and thyroid disease. And during her journey to heal, detoxify, and achieve health, she invented a lot of different helpful solutions. And she's really passionate about taking good ideas and creating better health products to support detoxification, energy production, mineralization, and natural health. She's invented like back exercising devices devices. It's really brilliant. And she's been granted many different patents and has many patents pending and is writing a self-help book to fix the $100 billion a year low back pain problem. So you can learn more about Eileen at creatrixsolutions.com. Eileen, thank you so much for joining the show.
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me. <laughs> so
0: so tell us, why do you recommend coffee enibas?
1: Well, they sell themselves. I got I to <laughs> tell. I, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, you know, if people hear the story and if they'll do my two-week challenge, then they'll never stop doing them. You
0: know, I'm, do, I'm doing a 30 day challenge right now. I am doing a 30 day coffee enema challenge. I'm in Bali, Indonesia right now. And I just, I'm just trying to help really focus on my liver. And I literally have been doing a coffee enema every single day. And I just, I feel amazing, right? now. Look at my skin, it's, it's glowing <laughs> and that I've correlated that the more coffee enemas I do, the more just healthy and glowing
1: my skin gets. That's great for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, I was challenged years ago to do Coffee enemas, and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, and after I read the science, cause they'd been around for what, 3000 years. And then, you know, what really made him famous scientifically. You know, Cause that's what I always do is I got, I got to look, not what somebody tells me, But what scientific proof do we have of the benefits? You know, then I can decide whether I want to do something. And, you know, Hitler's army was cut off from supplies, yet they still had to operate on soldiers. And so the doctors always gave a plain water enema, you know, after surgery. And one of the nurses figured, hmm. The doctors are drinking coffee and it's keeping them going 24-7. So they started pouring leftover coffee in the enema buckets and a strange thing happened. The pain dropped dramatically, so much so that it actually became famous and three universities in Europe began... Taking coffee water and putting it up (laughs) rats' asses and figuring out what in the heck is going on. Why is this working? Because they use the rat. They literally
0: put it in rats' asses (laughs) to do the studies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so what they figured out is that in 12 minutes, all the caffeine and palmitic acid were no longer in the solution. And then they tracked it further and found out that what that did is along the colon, you know, from the anus clear up, there's a thing called a portal vein. And if you look at an anatomical diagram of that, it looks like if you just pulled up your tomato plant and looked at all the roots, all the tubers, and everything like that. And it attaches along there. And what happens is this things in our, in our intestinal tract then go up the portal vein to the liver and it, and it gets filtered. But what the caffeine does in the palmitic acid is it goes up the portal vein and then it dilates the bile ducts in the liver. So it causes the liver to make tremendous amounts of bile, which is a good thing because that traps heavy metals. That's like a chelation thing going on right there. It changes the pH of the intestinal tract to make it more conducive to the good bacteria. But additionally, they started measuring other things that were happening in the body. Glutathione production, get this, increased 600%.
0: And that's amazing. I mean,
1: that's incredible. I mean, it's like how many people are taking glutathione supplements and paying for it when they could just change where they ingest the coffee, you know, from drinking <laughs> it to the other end. That's the selling dead. point. That's how you're going to get them doing coffee enemas, <laughs> all these guys. So, well, I mean, besides the glutathione they also noticed that your whole bloodstream was filled with antioxidants. When I was in a car wreck and had knee surgery and I went to a physical therapist, they happened to have that S3 machine that was on Dr. Oz's show that you put your hand on to measure circulating antioxidants. And they use it to sell antioxidant supplements. And Dr. Oz had a whopping 75,000 and they say if you're 60,000 or more, you're just like not going to get cancer because you have plenty of circulating antioxidants in your system. So here I am, just off my pain pills. I've had all this anesthesia, and they're going, Put your hand on this, Eileen. I'm going, I think, gosh, I'm going to just fail, you know? And I put my hand on there, 80,000 circulating units Sweet. of antioxidants so they're going oh yay for coffee enemas so <laughs> so what antioxidant do you take well i do a daily coffee enema i don't do any antioxidants you know and so then the other thing that they noticed from doing a coffee enema you know is that it turned on enzyme systems in the body you know we can't batter eyelashes without enzymes Enzymes don't do anything new, really, other than, you know, digestion, but it helps us every cell function. And so, you know, I've had clients that were so decrepit that, I mean, it was super hard for them to lay down and do a coffee enema, you know, so I started encouraging people to buy Kalima boards, you know, to lay down. And so they were able to do it. And this one lady, she couldn't even walk down her driveway to the mailbox because of just terrible pain. And I had always been given the people the two-week coffee enema challenge. I applaud you for doing the 30. I mean, they're really gonna feel like Superman or Superwoman. (laughs) But this lady, here she is in her 60s, after two weeks of coffee enemas, could walk down to the mailbox without any pain. And so back in the day, you know, if somebody didn't want to buy the $300 Klima board, I tried coaching them on, okay, so when you lay down, you have something next to you so you can get up, have a catch bucket, because, you know, when you're doing the coffee enema, you're not going to be able to hold the solution 12 minutes. And I coach people, you know, that's all right. If it's only two minutes, that's fine. Just refill do it again. Practice makes perfect. By the end of two weeks, you'll be able to hold it the 12 minutes and, you know, things will be fine. And so I just started thinking, man, that's why people don't do coffee enemas. It's the mess. You got to lay down. Some people with their back, they can't or their knees, you know, or just the mess of it coming out. And so uh, after trial and error, I came up with the Enema Fix. So now it's like a stand up, no mess coffee Enema kit. So nobody has an excuse anymore. And you'd think somebody with, I have two $300 Clima boards. I was going to, because I bought every one that was in the market and I was going to make a better one. Now I don't even use my Clima board. I just use the Enema Fix in the shower. And I, it's so much easier. No cleanup. You know, I love, you know, cold showers after my sauna. You know, I love hot showers. I love ozone showers. So staying in the shower a little bit longer to have that palmitic acid and that caffeine do its magic is no big deal for me. Some people, when they lay down, it's easier for the fluid to go in, but with this gentle pump that the person can, you know, that you prime out all the air by pumping it vigorously, then you can just slowly pump the coffee solution, however much is comfortable. And then you can rub and massage, you know, up the left side, you know, the ascending and go over the transverse and, and, you know, you can just relax and enjoy yourself and then jump out of the shower and sit on a toilet, you know, and eliminate. And then I, I go back in and, and refill after that. So with the jar that I have, cause a lot of people before I had a smaller pump gizmo and you know, the tube was too short for somebody with the bigger stature. It was a challenge to even reach to, to, to pump. And then there was only 10 fluid ounces in there so it really you always had to you know refill the bottle at least twice or three times depending on the person and so i have like a a 32 ounce glass because everybody even though it's bpa free nobody wants plastic right so i came up with a glass jar Which strangely enough, after I started figuring out how to make the glass jars, not all glass is like toxic free, even though it's approved for food. So I got the very best SGS certified glass jar with a handle that an adapter pump, you know, screws on there. It's, you know, pretty simple. Uh, And it just screws on the... The jar and then you put the pump on but then I figured you know what if I'm traveling because I travel a lot it's like oh my gosh the glass jar do I have room for it am I going to break it so I came up with a bigger jar that holds about 700 milliliters and a travel bag and I've got the long hose, you know, so I solved all the problems of why anyone could come up with an excuse. is like, Oh, I don't want to do coffee. Anymore. Yeah. I love mine. I have mine right here.
0: And I, I'm in Bali Indonesia right now and I'm using this and it's super lightweight and uh, easy, super easy to clean. And uh, it, and it solves a lot of the issues that, you know, are, Like I've had people tell me before they don't, they can't get down on the floor because before you'd have like a coffee on a bucket and you have to put it up like three feet or more, uh, uh, you know, above your body. So the gravity can push the coffee down through the tube. And a lot of people just can't, they can't get on the floor or get up off the floor or whatnot, or they're whatever, they're just lazy. And this, you just kind of pump. And you can, this can be anywhere and you can just pump the coffee inside you. And it's, I really enjoy it a lot and it makes it super easy to travel.
1: Now there's a finger hold, see this right here? Yes. That little deal. So you can actually hold it like this. I noticed you don't have your little finger adapter on there but that's what that's for. Okay, great. That makes sense. You can just go like this, but just make sure you got it screwed on all the way. I had my jar like this with my adapter and uh I didn't quite have the pump all the way screwed on here and I was pumping it and uh so you got to make sure that you have that screwed on and I always tell people don't leave it on a shelf you know hold it with one hand pump with the other and then set it down you know when you're done pumping but yeah it's uh It's an amazing little gizmo. I mean, the enema buckets, you have to get them high for the gravity and you have to lay down. The bags, they get filthy dirty, you know, on the inside. It's like impossible to clean. I mean, I had a bag design where you could turn it inside out, but still, it's just, you have to lay down. Yeah. I don't like the bags for
0: traveling either. You know, you have to have somewhere to like hang them and, It just, like you said, you can't really clean them very well. And I never really liked a bag. Yeah.
1: Neither did I.
0: And so, so, so you've solved. You're a nuclear engineer, and you've. I love how you just rethought all of these different, you know, ways to detox and problem solve a lot of things that you know other people are not thinking about. So, in your opinion, what kind of coffee should you use? Because that's a question a lot of people have. Should they use like light coffee, the coffee enema type coffee, just organic, non-organic, dark, light, like what's the deal? What is in your research search have you found to be the ideal coffee
1: well because of the gerson therapy i started off with the light roast coffee because the light roast coffee has more caffeine in it but if you're going to do a daily coffee enema which i always recommend not just a 30 day Cause it's like, I know as soon as somebody does it, that they're going to realize that it gets rid of usually about 80% of their problems. I mean, it hydrates the body, it reduces pain. I mean, it just does so much stuff. You feel so good, you know, and it's going to help establish that gut, good gut flora that, you know, there's, there's no reason not to do it, but that coffee question is i started off with the light roast it was too much my skin literally turned green literally green you know like somebody will look real jaundice. well it was like a green tint and you can imagine like, that <laughs> it's like oh my gosh you know and so then you know we have the yin and the yang and you know the darker the roast the more yawn it is and usually with our lifestyles and what we eat we're more yin really than anything usually that's our you know imbalance and so i started playing around with you know all the different coffees and doing blood work and doing hair analysis and just you know checking to see really how my body was responding and I found that the best coffee, cause more stuff comes out too. Like if you do the light roast and then you switch to like a dark roast, a medium to a dark roast, then you'll see more stuff come out. You'll not only through doing the coffee enema where your body will expel more, but you'll see it in hair analysis. You'll see it, you know, in other markers. And so personally, I always use medium to dark roast and it it has plenty of caffeine. There's a lot of people that are super sensitive to caffeine that have to really put very little in there, but I always want to source a really good organic always because you don't want the chance of any pesticides or herbicides or GMO, anything going on. And, you know, with the with the 21st century in America. I mean, you, every town like has a custom coffee roaster, right? Where they can get, they have the beans right there. You can put in your order and the next day, one day after it's roasted, you could go pick up this awesome, fresh organic coffee and use it for your coffee enema. So that's what I recommend. And that's why I don't sell any coffee because You know, if you're just going to go to the grocery store, I mean, any coffee is better than none. If you're doing a coffee enema, don't get me wrong. I mean, you start there, but, you know, once you figure out that, hey, this is something I want to do, then invest in some freshly roasted instead of something that's been sitting in the warehouse six, nine months, a year ago from last year. You know, you're gonna just get more of the nutrition and the antioxidants and everything available in the coffee if you can go for fresh. Yeah, and because coffee like, is a
0: superfood. I mean, you're absorbing, you're absorbing all those nutrients with your colon and the the
1: water as well. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing is I always use like mineral water because it's just everything just absorbs, and so many people have gut and digestion issues and if i can get my minerals absorb them hydrate my body it's just so much better you know to to do that so really be careful about what water i mean you know don't put chlorinated tap water in there i mean if, if if you got a carbon filter that's good but I, I mean, I don't recommend using distilled or reverse osmosis. I mean, your body, I would rather just hydrate it with spring water and then the good kind of coffee and a person will get fantastic results.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I used to use the SA Wilson, like the blonde coffees strictly. And then I switched to doing just the regular and dark roast coffees. And I actually, I drink purity coffee and I will use like the, leftover grains from that and just reheat it up again and boil it and just kind of recycle the coffee grinds. I actually like your suggestion better using super fresh roasted coffee. That's, uh, sounds much better to me my dad was a freak about roasting his own coffee and buying his own green coffee beans and roasting them himself. And so i I know all about coffees, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's a very, very good suggestion right there that I haven't, uh, really thought about. So how do you prepare your coffee solution? I know a lot of people kind of feel kind of daunted about, you know, doing a coffee enema and the whole procedure. Uh, what are your recommendations on just preparing the coffee?
1: Well, whatever you got, use. If you got a drip coffee maker, if you got a French press or whatever, start there. Then I mean, you're going to get results, but after doing this, I didn't like the boil method just because it was a hassle, but my favorite, because I also drink one cup of coffee a day. That's it. And I love percolated coffee. So my go-to is I've got an all stainless steel. I think it's Farberware percolator and it is phenomenal. As far as easy to use, you're going to get a good, you know, strong coffee. And, you know, bottom line, that's the whole thing of why I have this Enema fix, a stand up, easy to use, no mess solution. Because if we don't make it easy for people, they're not going to do it. And so, you know, you can pick up those, you know, coffee pots every, you know, from six, eight cups to even larger. But really, even if I was to go out and get a coffee somewhere, I don't like the taste of it. You know, the espresso and, uh, you know, Americanos and all that kind of stuff. I don't even like it. I love the percolated coffee. So it seems to extract more Of everything out of the coffee, kind of like a boil method. A boil method will extract more of the nutrients out of the coffee, but then you have to filter it. You know, it's 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 just a little messier is all. So that's my go-to is a percolator.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like making it fresh. Like I want to use, you know, drip my coffee in the morning that I use those grinds. I boil them just to extract every little, you know you know, get everything out of it and use that coffee as much as possible. I like to grind my coffee beans fresh and then use them. I'm definitely not into using, you know, coffee that's been pre-ground. It's been sitting in a bag for a while because it's completely oxidized. The oils have gone rancid. Um, That's just not recommended in my book. I agree. Yeah. And so one of the reasons I like coffee enemas is You know like you said it reduces pain it's amazing for that it's also great to kind of clear your head if you have brain fog Uh, i find it really really helps with that it's an indispensable for reducing detoxification symptoms if you are on an intensive detox program and you're you're really hitting it hard and uh you know you're not feeling so hot the, it's amazing how coffee enemas will reduce your detox symptoms if you're, if you're having anxiety or depression can really you know relieve that if you feel like you have just a lot going on in your head and you just like your mind just going, 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 you know, coffee enema can bring that energy down your body and kind of ground you a little bit more. Um, it's also great if you have gas, you can take all that fecal matter that the microbes are feeding on to produce gas, get all of that out of your system. You know, some people, if they they ate a, a meal or something, that gives, they gave them gas, you know, I would have trouble sleeping at night, especially if my partner's next to me, you know, I just don't want to go to bed like that. And so that helps me to get a better night's sleep. I also love it for if you had a big meal, you can like relieve the pressure off of that meal. I mean, there's just a lot of different uses for coffee enemas. Did I leave anything out?
1: Migraines. I had a client, she was actually a nurse and she was to the point where she couldn't even work. She had these migraines The medicine they were giving her wasn't working. Got a hair analysis and this woman was so copper toxic. It was unbelievable. And she couldn't take any of the supplements. She would just get so sick, you know, just past the point of being so far gone. And you'd be shocked at how many people have migraines and they're just past the point of being too far gone. And this woman, I talked her into the two week coffee enema challenge and she was able with the coffee enemas to not have migraines for like weeks, then she was able to start getting some nutrition through the correct supplementation. Yeah. She couldn't take the full recommended amount, but she could just, it's like, it's like the Titanic and turning the rudder. I mean, it takes a while to get that ship, you know, but at least you're heading in the right direction and a person can get their life back. You know, not, being in that kind of chronic pain, a headache is usually like in Chinese they'll say it's oh it's your liver, the headache you know liver and and so the coffee anima is just a go-to solution for that. So I would add that to the list.
0: Yeah, and I have to say that 80 or 100 million Americans have fatty liver disease. So many people have compromised liver function, ele- elevated liver enzymes, or just various ways their liver is compromised, and so. You really need to focus in on caring for your liver. I I can't stress that enough. Whether you're detoxing, you're trying to get healthy, you're trying to get your skin to look better, you're trying to sleep better, uh, they're just whether you're trying to get better digestion, you want to poop more, or what have you. Doing coffee enemas can help all of those tremendously.
1: You know, and a lot of people ask me, well, if I do a coffee enema, then I'm not eliminating. I'm not pooping. You know, for the people that are constipated, the true cause of constipation has to deal with their endocrine system. You know, their adrenal gland, their thyroid gland usually are underactive. And so they're not making enough electrolyte sodium to be converted into hydrochloric acid for their digestion. And so for those type of people, you know, we're obviously recommending You know, get more fiber because when you really analyze what these people are eating, they're not getting enough fiber. Bottom line, they're just not getting enough fiber or the right kinds of fiber, you know, because some people need soluble or insoluble, you know, to focus on that a little bit more. And so with the coffee, and I tell people not to worry about it, eat more of steamed cooked vegetables, lightly steamed cooked vegetables and to get more fiber in their diet while they're doing their coffee enemas and then after some time and then supplement with some good enzymes but then after time they'll begin having bowel movements even though they do a daily coffee enema and some in some cases you know cuz back when i was so sick and when i started co- i started daily coffee enemas in 2011 that was me i had that problem and so it took years of work because if you've had your whole life of being constipated there's, there's a lot of people out there like that that you know weren't taught didn't eat right had other health conditions and so the coffee enema is is a lifeline because you don't want that stuff staying in your colon auto-toxifying, creating more toxins that you're reabsorbing. So you want to get, you know, your system cleansed regularly and until you can rebuild your endocrine system and do things to support healthy digestion so that the gut biome could be restored, you know, this is just imperative in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that's just a health disaster waiting to happen. Is remaining constipated and not doing anything about it, and you can only take laxatives so often. You know, they're so bad. Yeah, for you, it but doesn't. Doing-
1: yeah, it do, you can't. And so many people just rely on those kinds of things, and you know, it's just not a good way to go. Yeah, or so like much- taking excessive amounts of magnesium. People don't realize you take excessive amounts of magnesium that lowers sodium. So you're gonna suppress your adrenal glands. So there's like a balance. Yes, we need magnesium, but maybe not as much as you're taking to go to the bathroom, you know? Yeah. So, so people have to look at that.
0: Yeah, a lot of times people are taking the wrong type of magnesium that's not nutritive yeah. and they're just, you know. Um, and so let's talk about other things that you can put into the coffee animal besides coffee. What are your some of your tips
1: there? Well, there's all kinds of things as far as you can do yogurt, because that's almost like a, we've heard of the big thing about fecal implants now and the connection between disease and the bacteria that's in your intestinal tract. So, you know, we take and we pop probiotics all the time, but if it doesn't make it through our digestion or if the environment in the colon doesn't have the right pH or whatever, you know, it's not going to grow. It's like I tell people, like, if you put sterilant on the ground so that no, nothing will grow, you could go out and buy the most expensive grass seed, the most, the best, wonderful fertilizer, and you can throw it out there, and what's going to happen? Nothing. So the neat thing about doing like a probiotic implant with like, you know, I would always do the coffee enema, then I would follow up with like a yogurt enema. And and you know besides taking their oil oral, oral you know probiotics and eating more of the fiber because that's what we need is we need the fiber for the good guys to survive down there, and so it's like a a multi pronged approach that is very very effective, and so I would recommend that. Would we um, need to stick
0: to bifidus like uh, yogurts that only have bifidus in them? Um, You know, since that's the primary, uh, you know, probiotic that's in the the large
1: colon? Well, that will work. And then there is some research on several other strains that are really helpful. The planetarium strain can help digest that extra fecal matter in there. I mean, they've done autopsies on people. Can you believe this? Where they go in there. And even though they poop every day, they go in there and there's layers of crust because the intestinal tract is like a membrane, you know, and things absorb through it. But there's like inches of this crust that's hard as a truck tire all inside that colon, you know, and that's harboring the, the bad bacteria and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I can't emphasize enough about colon health and doing things that help. Like uh, a lot of people will ozonate water and then follow up their coffee enema with ozonated water. Now, some people were teaching, yeah, take ozonated water in the coffee solution and do one because it saves time. And I'm like going, no. Ozone, I mean, the the city of Los Angeles ozonates sewage and turns it as clear as drinking water. So it breaks down everything. So why would you want to take and break down and eliminate the palmitic acid and the caffeine in the coffee and then use up the oxidation potential of the ozone water so it's not going to purify your body to make both therapies less effective. So you have to, I got to stress, you got to do like a follow-up ozonated water enema afterwards and don't ever do them together. But the neat thing about, you know, so I don't know if people have been familiar with medical encephalation with ozonated gas, but boy, if you've ever done that, you know, it's an intensive therapy and you can feel You can really go through the detox systems and almost, you know, not want to continue. And some people can be so bad. I mean, there's life-threatening situations where it's necessary to do that. But a much gentler approach that you actually feel like you just drank 32 ounces of coffee, but without the jitters is to follow up a coffee enema with ozonated water. So, everything in planet Earth is either solid, liquid, or gas. So, obviously, a solid desk doesn't move that we can see with the naked eye. We know that the molecules are moving. But with gas, it is in a very reactive state. So, we can slow that reaction down and put it in water to where it's more gentle. But you can actually ozonate, but then because you're putting that water in your body, it warms up. So it causes that oxidation to happen where the three singlets of oxygen, one will break off. That's like the EPA ozonates contaminated groundwater and it breaks down toxic metals and all kinds of stuff. So... It does that, which is phenomenal, but if that's not a miracle enough, the leftover is pure O2. So what does that do? It goes up the portal vein, gets in the liver, and then it runs around your bloodstream for a systemic oxygen boost. Oh my gosh, it's just phenomenal. So that's another popular thing to do other than coffee.
0: And you have an ozonator, correct? That you can, yes. you can bubble ozone. It's a very, very simple device. You can bubble ozone into some some water and then pump that also into your rectum to get that boost you talked about.
1: Right, right. And we also have, um, besides the ozone generator, we have another gizmo that you screw onto the jar because the problem with ozonating water is a lot of people go, oh, I love the smell of ozone. What it's doing in your lungs, even though you say I'm breathing deeper, it's because your body's going, wait a minute, it's occupying all the oxygen receptor sites in my lungs so that your body's going to force you to breathe deeper as an emergency measure. It's not that you're improving your breathing and it's actually destroying lung tissue It is very dangerous to ozonate water without a proper degasser. And so I have a thing that just screws right on the jar. It's like a filter. And this is brilliant. I
0: haven't seen this anywhere else. I haven't seen anything like this. And I got
1: the utility patent on it. So here's this thing and the filter, the stuff that you put in there last 10 years, and you screw it on the same jar, which we give you. And then you just, and, and it's got like a little tube and I have some FDA approved diffusers that diffuse ozone gas in the water like 10 times faster hmm. so it extends the life of your ozone generator and what's the and name of the, your ozone generator the trioxy fresh and then i call this the refresh and there's a bundle where you can get both of them for a little bit, you know, less money. And but there'll be links just... to
0: these down below if you guys want to get the coffee enema kit or the ozonating kits, uh, those will be down below.
1: So yeah, it's it's just a, it's just amazing. I mean, I've heard of people doing lemon water, you know, lemon juice in their and I personally haven't done that. I've done the ozone, the the yogurt and then you know, the coffee, those are like, you know, my go-to's. So
0: yeah, I've done salt in the water to try to get more minerals and it kind of burned a little bit. Because um, it's so alkaline. I, I didn't do that again. I it's didn't make alkaline. that mistake again.
1: <laughs> and so your your intestinal tract is supposed to be acid. So that kind of uh you know, additive to your solution is counterproductive in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: <laughs> thought, Hey, I'm going to absorb some more minerals here. Right, you know, right. th- my colon. Uh, hey, I'm uh, absorbing all kinds of other stuff. But yeah, it, uh, I figured that one out real quick. Um, but you can also add molasses too. And I've heard of adding molasses cause that's very, very mineral rich. Also the black straw molasses. And I read that you could like, can help you retain the enema a little bit longer if you're having trouble hold it. That didn't really work out for me, but I thought, hey, I'm absorbing some minerals, so why not?
1: Yeah, it's like a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah, there's
0: all kinds of things you can put up your rat's ass. (laughs)
1: <laughs> essentially. <laughs> well,
0: oh, Eileen, so that was uh that was a great show. I always love doing shows about uh coffee enemas. I think I absolutely love them. I've been doing them pr- I probably started them when you started them. I think we've been on the coffee and race, the coffee of <laughs> a train since uh, I've been doing them for almost 10 years also, which uh that would have been 2011. And uh, they've been indispensable. I could not, I would die without doing coffee enemas. (laughs) I could not live without them. Uh, Highly recommend them. And I'm, I'm the same way. I've introduced, I mean, literally thousands of people to coffee enemas. And I find there's resistance at first and I totally get it. But once people start doing them, they feel so good that they continue on. So I encourage you to just maybe just try one. Sometimes the first one's a little bit messy, you know, give it a give it two or three times to kind of get the rhythm of it, get the hang of it. And I, I assure you, uh, most people are gonna wanna continue doing them because they feel fantastic afterwards. So any uh, closing words, anything else we left out of this conversation, Eileen?
1: Well, with the Anima Fix Kit, your very first stand-up enema will be no mess and no hassle. After doing coffee enemas for so long and hearing everybody's complaints and oppositions to it, we now have the gizmo. <laughs> no, you know, it's just all good. Yeah. I'm
0: sold. I mean, you guys have the best coffee enema equipment out there and that's why I recommend you, of to the one-stop shop for all things, coffee enema and detoxification. So uh, guys check out the links below. You can get uh, all of her recommended products that we talked about in the show down below. So Eileen, thanks again for coming on the show and everyone. Thanks for joining me for the Meyer. She talks podcast. I just, I just love what I'm doing. I just love, uh, you know, just educating you guys every week about this stuff i'm here it's like what 11 11 p.m at night because it's bali time so i'm like the exact opposite uh part of the world so i was staying up late to do this show for you guys uh, but i just enjoy myself so much and so leave a comment below um if you have any questions for eileen or any other any burning question that we haven't answered on the show and we will get to that uh, as soon as possible so thanks for coming on and i'll talk to you guys next week